And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 62 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Hey, guys. Hey. How's it going? It's a pretty, pretty mellow, uh, mediocre week for me. Sure, yeah, that. Oh wait, you had tech week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. We survived. We're How, open. How'd it's, that go? <laughs> uh, tech week itself. Um, let's put it like this. Alex was more stressed out than he needed to be. Let's put it like that. Also, I, I'm sorry. We said it was tech week, right? <laughs> yes. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Um. My actors were in good shape. Yep. There were some tech things that happened later than I would have liked. Yep. But in general, like it was in a position where there was nothing I could really do to affect anything. Okay. At which point I just should have just been uh, wrapped in a straitjacket and tossed in the closet and only released at 8 o'clock on Friday when we opened. Yes. The problem with us doing a show where we have to delegate is we have to delegate and then let it be. Oh yeah, that's yeah. The, it, oh, it's really not no. the delegating; it's the letting go yeah. of it after you delegate. Correct. Yeah, when yeah. things yeah. don't get done when we want it to get done, even though or it's going way. to get done. Well, right. not necessarily the way, but but even yeah. though it's going to get yeah. done, we're like, oh, can I just do it now? Can I just yeah. do it right now? In like nearly twenty years of doing theater, only in the last year have I actually started actively delegating yeah. tech positions. And it is not in any way uh, a comment on my tech crew's competence or capability. They're fantastic. Um, It is probably better than... It is definitely better in in just about every case, every case I can think of, than if I had tried to do it myself or we'd tried to do it ourselves. Definitely that lighting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jason. But uh, I'm not good at sitting back. No. Nope, 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 nope. See also, we are both very get it done. <laughs> See also, I definitely did come in and paint way more than I should have. Yeah, yeah. But it opened, and it opened well, and we had audiences, and I'm biting my tongue on what those audiences might have been despite the theater's <laughs> lack of marketing. Oops, it slipped. Oh, no. Um, This is not a secret that I'm angry about no. this. But we've had good audiences. And hey, if you're listening and you're in the area, we come have. And see it. You won't be able to come to today's Sunday show, but Friday and Saturday, the 30th and the 1st, 30th. 8 o'clock each night. Yeah. We will. I'll be there next Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. Good. I think Mike will too, right? Is yeah. that well, the plan? Yep. Yeah. So you can come stalk all four of That's us. That's right. All of Panelology. <laughs> yep. Excellent. And love on some good, good 80s references. Yes. Nice. And the best part, the best part of being open, do you know what it is, Brian? Uh, It's not Tech Week anymore. Well. More specifically, Friday after the show, Mm -hmm. I went home and I slept a full eight hours. Oh, (laughs) indeed. Which 
is not a thing I can do on a normal night without no. like tech stress in the first place. So it was a nice yeah, I mean, change of pace. Once, once it opens, you're done. I'm done. done. You're pretty well done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we've been. Si- I've never done this on a show before, but we've been sitting in the audience. Like just just in just enjoying yeah. the show. Normally nice. we're in the booth, burning the lights and the sound and all this other stuff. But it's nice to just like relax when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, weird, but nice. So weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Alcohol helps. Yes, it does. Uh, we could just cut that clip out and just use it by itself. <laughs> Alcohol helps, unless you have a problem. Well, yes. <laughs> then no, don't please. Right. There's actually a flow chart here. Do you have a problem? Is the problem alcohol? No. Try alcohol. Is the problem alcohol? Yes. Don't try alcohol. Right. The end. Yeah. I like it. Good yeah. flow chart. Cool. That may be our episode show art. <laughs> <laughs> the alcohol flow chart. It would be very easy and fast. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's been a while since I've done a good flow chart. I think the last one is, should you be a jackass that I did yeah. for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That I then proceeded to show everyone who was being a jackass. Yeah. I'm amazed we haven't printed that on shirts or something. We should. We really should. We really should. So nothing of any import for you, Ron? I know you basically were uh, uh, climbing out from the mountain of comics. You I was, yeah. I was, this was a massive week. Yeah. We each had, I think, our worst, by which I mean most expensive weeks yes. ever. Yeah, this might have been the single worst week ever. Yeah. I'm so sorry. 25-ish books for me, like 30-something. 30 31 for, for me. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And all the DC books, because almost all, Nightwing yeah. wasn't, but because they were all like, 25th issue oversized books yep. for an extra dollar. And there are a bunch of mini series and one, one shots, shots and all and... of those are more. Mm-hmm. And... <sighs> and a number one that was oh, that was a dollar extra, the, the Spider Man. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. But, uh... but it was a good week. But mm-hmm. there's there a lot of good comics, though. A lot of good stories. And. I don't think we actually figured out what we were going to start with first, but I am going to say let's start with Aquaman 25. Okie dokie. Mostly because it's so beautiful. It's beautiful and it's so good. It like, is, yeah, yeah. So we have a new series artist here, mm-hmm. and we're to once a month instead of twice now. Um, Not upset about that, by the no, way. That's no, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but Stepan Seja, whose name I will probably say 30 different ways today. Um, <laughs> and all of them will be better than how I would say it. Yes. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see this I name. Mean, it's Stepan Sheja, but I'm just <laughs> it does not naturally come out of my mouth correctly. Okay. S T J E P A N S E G I S E J I C. Stepan Sheja. Okay. Yeah, Stepan, right. Stepan. <laughs> Stepan Sheja. Great. I, I looked up ahead of time how to say his name. The man who draws beautiful, beautiful yes. artwork. That's uh, what it is. <laughs> the second arc of Rat Queens mm-hmm. he drew. Yep. He has a series of graphic novels called... It's called... I forgot. <laughs> E-R dot ellipses. That's it. <laughs> uh, that is on me. <laughs> Um, but beautiful, beautiful art. Yeah, indeed. And I, I tell you what, and this environment and the characters, it fits it so ridiculously well. Well, and I think it's had another effect too, is I think it has made, and I've enjoyed 
more or less. I mean, there have been some highs and some lows. I've enjoyed yeah, yeah, Abnett's yeah, yeah. run. I have too. The have last too. 24 issues and the five or six issues he did pre-Rebirth. Right. But it's like having this art made him say, you know, I should use fewer words and cover less yes, of this. Yes, I would agree with that. And I actually think that has made the biggest difference. And and it and the story that he's telling now, I, it's the perfect time for this to yeah. happen because it fits the story so much better right. with who he's kind of playing. So Arthur has been deposed. Right. He is presumed dead. And he is, in fact, living in anonymity in both socially and geographically the lowest tier of Atlantean society. Correct. The the vagabonds and the travelers and the... The gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Exactly. Damn you. You're welcome. Jen and I have spent the week in a sort of uh, uh, musical Cold War with one another. (laughs) Cold War. Yeah, but for real though. Slowly and uh, intentionally torturing one another with uh 80s earwigs good good 80s music oh nice i might have ruined jesse's girl for her last night yeah but i it's okay because i got you back (laughs) did you preemptively oh (laughs) preemptively hold on how do you get someone back preemptively because i knew he was gonna do something (laughs) i had already done something i had already planned that's true (laughs) it's your turn again oh damn it okay okay don't, um, don't mess with me. It'll happen. I wish that I had secret squirrels. Take on me. Take on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> Alex was sitting in the back row of the theater, and he's been singing this song for a little over a month now. Yep. Had just gotten it to go away, in fact. <laughs> and it comes on, and he just starts, you know, just singing along with it, and he goes, God damn it, Bob. <laughs> Being the guy who made the list, and I was like, "Nope, that one's all that me. one's all on you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. You're welcome. That's Tag okay. Your <laughs> That's okay. I've ruined Jesse's girl for her forever. I, forever. I eagerly await her reprisal. It was already ruined for me, though, so it's fine. Yeah, well, yep. fair enough. Okay. Yeah, Jen's already ruined songs for me, so it's okay. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome. Pink pajamas. <laughs> pink pajamas, penguins on my bottom. Now I've ruined it for everyone. Pink ruined pajamas, for penguins on my bottom. Has ever listened? Great, thanks, Jen. <laughs> yeah. Now our audience hates us and will never listen again. <laughs> Meanwhile, sure. for that, yes, for that. Well, okay, you know. Let me yeah, just right. say, like, because we, we haven't driven them all away with everything else we've ever done. If they're not gone by the time they hit Africa. <laughs> Fucking dedication. That is some dedication, you, you are, and I love you. You are so right. Or they started after, in they... which case, consider Don't go this, back. Consider this <laughs> a panelology public service announcement. Skip the episode entitled Just Beyond the Humor Bend. Yes. yes. Because yes. it is. <laughs> we went a little nuts. It's right. Yep. You know that line you're not supposed to cross? Look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> like way behind you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So meanwhile, Merritt, despondent, is hanging out in the lighthouse. Oh, yes, back to Aquaman. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, she uh, is. And, and Tula is trying to comfort her. Yes, and she's just like catatonic, mm-hmm. virtually. Which and, I don't like. Which I don't well, like. Let spoilers? Me just say that. Can we go into spoilers now? Let's do some spoilers. Okay, sure. Spoilers. Okay. Aqua spoilers. Aqua spoilers. Uh, 
what's his name, whose name I can never remember? Volko. Volko, thank yes. you. Uh, who broke free a couple of issues ago, is sort of leading a resistance in the Ninth Tribe and leads a group to break into Coram Rath's, mm-hmm. one of Coram Rath's armories, the new king of Atlantis, and gets a message out to Mara that Arthur is still alive. Yes. Meanwhile, Arthur, because everyone thinks he is dead, is basically taking a note out of Batman's playbook. He kind of is, isn't he? I mean, he says point blank. Yeah. I've got a friend who protects his city. I'm going to do the same. Uh-huh. So he hides in the shadows and like commands schools of fish but to beat like, people up. But he's like, I'm not going to let them see my face either. And then like three pages later, there's my face. Yeah, but, but, he, but he also talks about there's a legend of a ghost yeah. that protects the city. And yeah. by that point, right. everyone either assumes he is the ghost of Aquaman some spirit conjured by using all of these eldritch weapons that Wrath has been employing. Right. Yeah. Or just other freedom fighters taking up the mantle to inspire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's so pretty he's... awesome. Yeah. All it's... of it. Yes. Not that the book has been bad, but this is a completely different book now. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it definitely steps it up. Yeah. Uh... And hey, hey, maybe there's a weird love triangle coming. Oh man, mm. that girl though. Uh-huh. Um. Dolphin. <laughs> is, I was gonna oh. ask, is it yeah. dolphin? Because it looks like dolphin. I think that's dolphin. Okay. That girl. Hey. Uh-huh. Oh. Hey. Dolphin always. Oh, Are gotta, you kidding me? I gotta start working out. It's that white hair, man. <laughs> so I can do some good, good cosplay. Get that tone, tone, tummy for that. <laughs> uh. Okay. Anything else on Aquaman? It's good. It's I so like good. it. I came back to this book for this. Are you going to stay? I probably will. Yes. Yeah, yeah I like yes. it. I like it. I like it. Like it. So, I like good. It. so good. I like it. So right. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, guys, riddle me this. Uh-huh. What did you think of Batman? Get I'm it? To riddle? War of <laughs> Jokes and Riddles? War, war, oh, war of Jokes right, okay. and Riddles, Batman. That was good. Actually, you. I liked it. There's that. There's that double double page. That two double page. Uh-huh. That is just crazy. Like I, I, I saw the first one. I was like, oh, this is cool. I turned the page, and it's like the other side. It's like, oh, now that was sweet. Yes. Yeah. And that I was... need both of those things as a poster. Yes. Now, stats. Yes. Like a panoramic long shot poster uh-huh. of that. Oh yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> So we have basically the opening salvo of the War of Jokes and Riddles, the inciting incident, if you will. The Riddler comes to the Joker to make him an offer. He does. He does. Joker pretty much says, yeah, no, fuck you. (laughs) But like, listen to this, no. Yeah. You're right. I don't care. Yeah. And it is gorgeous. It is. It, it is it's, it's another beautiful. gorgeous, beautiful. This was a good art week too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're oh, right yeah. about that. Yeah. It was a little bit, uh, just like a tiny bit slow though. Like I feel like something else was like needed in this issue. Yeah. I liked the slowness in this one. Okay. I feel like it's gonna get I mean, I super hate, balls to the wall. I didn't hate it being a little slow, yeah. but it was like a little too slow. Okay. okay. I, I, I'm with Alex though. I yeah. think I I definitely think it was like a okay. Here's here's the intro. Get ready yeah. type thing. Like like this is this is your chance to catch your breath because I'll actually tell you almost exactly what it reminds me of. It reminds me of the first issue of Snyder's 
death of the family. Mm. Okay. Which Gordon narrates, and he's talking about these omens and these signs, these portents of what's to come, and there's a two-headed lion born, and all of those kinds of things. It, it reminded me a lot of that. Okay. That's a good thing. That's a very yeah. good thing. Reminding me of a Snyder Batman issue is never a bad thing. <laughs> no. no. This also may be my favorite issue of King's Batman so far. Mm. Definitely it, since it's definitely I Am up Gotham. There. It's definitely up there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, and hey, we have more in two weeks. We do. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yep. And, it, and, and, it, and it'll be back down in price, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> I also really like this take on Riddler. This like super hot. Not the word I was going to go for. He was hot. I didn't. I don't know. It was weird. He was hot. It's funny. I was going to say predatory. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. His looks were hot. Well, we know what you meant. <laughs> he was creepy, <laughs> but but like way way more directly manipulating yeah. like like much more aggressive with it yeah. than he usually is and i like that yeah, yeah. i yeah. agree yeah and also i think this is the first time that there has been a real explanation of the joker's motive that i have found interesting and mm-hmm. clever i am not normally a joker fan it takes a lot to make me like I th- a Joker story. I think yeah. part of it is that the Joker has been so overused. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Well, and this is the nice thing about the time in which I've been reading is they've been typically pretty good about not banging that drum yeah. over and over and over. Yeah, again. It, it, mostly, quite honestly, he's mostly used in like passing references more than he's yeah. actually used as a villain. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a real good book. I'm. I was excited to finally see the War of Jokes and Riddles. Me too. And I too. am pleased with the opening salvo. And and credit to Tom King for planting that seed. You know what? Five issues or so ago in Batman, or more than even that. More than that. Was more it than 10, that. Something. I don't know. A while ago. Yeah. And now, you knowing it was going to pay off. Yeah. Because yeah. the first, the first reference to the War of Jokes and Riddles came before Night of the Monster Man. It was oh, like yeah, issue you're six right. or seven. You're right. Because oh, the wow. same issue. Yeah. Teased it and Night of the Monster Men and the button. That's right. Yep. Good on you, TK. Yeah, yep. indeed. How about Batwoman number four, end of its first arc? Uh, it was the end of its first arc. Uh, you know what? I thought it was a really, really good wrap-up. Yeah, I really yeah. dig this book. I do, too. Um, the the I think what I like most about this book is definitely the characters that they're introducing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, Pennyworth is just... Julia, she is yeah. wonderful. Hey, I had a question, though, while I was reading this. The uh, blonde lady who was working with Kate, Adelaide? That's not Adelaide Wilson, is That's it? That's why I, I had the exact same question when that when that was said. Oh, good. I'm glad I asked first, so you have to come up with an answer. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let the record reflect. Neither one knows. But the answer is yes. <laughs> it would be it would be a really nice touch. It, it really it really would be. And I, I, honestly, I'd like to see that character be more introduced as a as a kind of a universal background DC yeah. character. That would be kind of cool. Right? I mean, she could Sharon Carter it and eventually right. depose. Uh, what's her name as the head of Amanda Waller? That's the one. Yeah. I'd watch the the 
Adelaide Wilson Amanda Waller War. Fight. Oh, that would be cool. AW versus AW. <laughs> Pour me a root beer and kick back and A and W. A and W. Yeah, I got it. The tired that was awful glare looks a little bit like a what the fuck did you just say glare? No. Okay. I just I'm very I'm very tired. <laughs> and yeah. I can't breathe. <laughs> Yeah, one of the dangers of having a younger cast is being expected to go out with them afterward. Oh my and god, then... I am like I've realized that I am I am old. Like I am an old person now. Uh, that was not the real problem. I laugh at all of you. The real problem was uh, the slowness yeah. of the restaurant we went to last yeah. night. Here, here's the... the good news. Can I tell you a secret? Once you hit forty, you're not expected to go out with them anymore, and it's wonderful. Oh. A show, I think you are, yeah. Yeah, because kind of, kind of Stacy went out the first night. Yeah. Um. As a side note, no, I don't think it's millennials killing Applebee's. I think it's shitty service and mediocre food. I think that's it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But but they do have them two ninety nine margaritas and Long Island iced teas. We can make those for for less and better. And better. We have the technology. If I'm gonna go out. Gonna go it, out with a cheap it, drink. It doesn't hurt that it's not much more than having a soda. That's fair. <laughs> Actually, uh, according to Bob last night, uh, the, the $3 drinks were the exact same as a soda. They charged $3 for a soda. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, then I would just drink booze. If I'm gonna pay that much, I'm just gonna drink booze. Yeah. Right. Booze and soda, same price? That's an easy call. I yeah. tried two nights in a row to order the same drink both nights. They were out of the parts. Yep. They were out of the liqueur needed. Like, go to the fucking liquor store and buy some DeKuypers. The liquor store across the parking lot right. from you. Walk across the parking oh. lot. Go get you some DeKuypers. Come on, Applebee's. Come oh, on. That's, yeah. This one's on you, man. It's okay. It was their featured drink. No. Yep. <laughs> yep. That sounds like a bit of a bait and switch. <laughs> Speaking of baits and switches. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, and other elaborate traps. Um, Lobo Roadrunner special, oh huh? Oh my God. I'm telling you what. Okay. When I read about these in the solicitation, I was like, oh, this this sounds cool, right? And then we had the Hanna-Barbera. Uh, I'm... Uh, uh, Crossovers. crossovers, yeah, and I was, f on the most part, disappointed by them. Yeah, um, they weren't. They weren't. Well, one of them was not so great. But they were mostly just okay, right? Yeah. So I, I, I tamped down my expectations a little bit before these came out. These Looney Tunes books and DC are absolutely fantastic, and I think it's because they completely leaned into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it is the the best of both worlds. It, yes. It is the DC characters being them, trying to be themselves, but completely and 100% in a Looney Tunes world. Yeah. Lobo, ain't I a stinker? I don't know why I just said that. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> there were space dolphins, too. I sent Jen a there picture were. of the yep. space dolphins. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, and Wiley the Coyote holding up the signs. Uh -huh. right? <laughs> it's beautiful. Don't kill me. I just needed to get your attention. And the character I did not know was going to be in this oh, book, yes. but I was so ridiculously happy when he showed up. Yes. Sam the Sheepdog. Ah. And he keeps calling Wiley Coyote Ralph. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> yes. And like, there's one point where like he, he's leaving 
And like, so he, it, when it's time to, he goes down into a trap door. It's in the floor. He goes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. That's adorable. That's, and, and, and really, honestly, it's those small touches that make it, that, that really make it so mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Cool. Uh, now tell me, which was your favorite of the two this week? This week, probably Lobo Wiley Coyote. Again, we find ourselves on opposite sides. I really enjoyed both. I, again, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I love both of them. But. This was the best Wonder Woman issue I have read since Azarello and Shanks run. Wow. Okay. I really liked Wonder Woman's voice in this. Oh, no. I really liked that her solution to... Uh, Solving her to overcoming her trial, her final trial of proving mm-hmm. herself as an Amazon and uh, gaining a souvenir that she encountered a guardian of the labyrinth was to, in a very Bugs Bunny fashion, mm-hmm. trick and then uh, escape from the Tasmanian devil. And then the really, really sad angle they gave the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, yes. Like, I got to his, I got to his why he's angry, and I'm like, oh. Right. Like, it's like all the feels at that point, right? Yes, it's, it, it's truly. So, the kind of the setup for this is they take the Tasmanian and like the Minotaur and the Mace, so the yeah. Labyrinth, right? Yeah. She talks about how the Labyrinth isn't just in Creed, it really spans kind of the whole world. You know, there are these mythical, portals so that it connect kind of, it. Right. right. And that there's not just the Minotaur who is the guardian, that there's multiple guardians, and some of them are major guardians, and some of them, and the Tasmanian Devil is a major guardian of the Labyrinth. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Or as she knows him, the Devil of Tasmania. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because so it's the Tasmanian yep. branch of the Labyrinth. Right. They, they just call him the Devil. Uh-huh. Got it. Yep. It's beautiful. It is. You also. It's backup, and both of the backups both this week backups were spectacular. Are yeah, uh, its backup was her telling, basically retelling the Trojan horse story uh-huh. in verse, because she's singing it. She's singing it to the Tasmanian devil to get him to go to sleep. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And King Priam is Elmer Fudd, <laughs> singing about how bigly his wall will keep them out. <laughs> <laughs> and Daffy is Paris. <laughs> Yosemite Sam is Achilles. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. All right. It's I'm going to read these yeah. books. I it's... just need time. Yeah. So, Next so week. good. The Lobo Roadrunner backup is. <sighs> the, the story has ended and Lobo has gone right. to Vegas and he's leaving Vegas and Bugs Bunny shows up as the duly appointed attorney for Warner Brothers and reminds him that he still has a contractual obligation to fill the last eight pages. Right. Bugs Bunny Esquire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, and he, and they they keep they keep uh symboling out, you know, marking out his his curse words. Yeah. He's like, "Why is this?" No, this is the all ages part of the book. <laughs> it's in the contract. <laughs> he was trying to curse and trying to curse and finally he gives up and yeah. falls back on suffering succotash. <laughs> oh yes. my god. Yeah. It's wonderful. And that's the thing. It is it, it, it's nostalgia, but it's a but it's a good story also, yeah. and it's got all the little pieces in it. That, it that's what makes them wonderful. Yeah. I, I can't recommend these highly enough. If you They're enjoy so, Looney Tunes, yeah. so much fun. Hey Jen, yeah, tell me about Crosswind. I know nothing about this. I didn't I, like. I just I saw the. I didn't even see the previews. I just saw the the blurb about it, and I was like, well, that sounds interesting. It is about. An assassin 
and a miserable housewife, somehow they Freaky Friday and body swap. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Right at, like, just one of the worst moments. Oh, of course. Which is not n- not the worst moment, I guess. She changing her diaper? Is that what it is? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. She, she doesn't have kids. She's married to a guy who has a kid who hates her. Oh. She lives in a neighborhood with a bunch of punk ass kids who ass kids. Yeah, ass kids. Um who who and I felt real I was like, "Oh, I, I got you, girl." They like they <laughs> shout lewd things at her all the time. Oh, oh that that killer going to mess some kids up. Oh yeah. I can't wait. I cannot <laughs> wait for the next issue. So you're going to live vicariously through this book. I, I might. Yeah. I might. I feel like nice. I'm a little bit of the housewife and the assassin. Right. right, right. <laughs> It's not like we have 62 episodes of you looking out the window and trying, damn kids. Well, they're assholes. They are assholes. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know that flow chart we talked about of should uh-huh. you be a jackass? <laughs> yeah. Well, these 12-year-olds should not be jackasses. No, no, no. no I meant you and your oh, response. Oh, no. Okay, yes. <laughs> I right. should be yes. a jackass. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Well, there's an exception to every rule. No flow chart sure, is perfect. Sure. Correct. You strive for increasing efficiency, but the nature of that idea is that you're never going to get it right 100% of the time. You strive for perfect. Yeah. But yeah, this right. book is yes. good. Please read it, somebody. Yes. I like it. Cool. Uh, hey, Brian. Yeah. I brought a book for you to read this you morning. Did. Oh, Damn my it. God. I cannot believe I did not pick this up. I literally, I, there was there was one, I turned the page and saw it, and uh, what, two good full minutes of laughing? Yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely so, wonderful. We talked about this a couple of months ago when we did solicitations, oh. and I think both of you gave me this this look of, Really? You're gonna get that one. Shirtless bear fighter. Shirtless number bear one. fighter. It is. It is so far beyond over the top that it makes it a wonderful read. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it. You know what? It, it, it's funny that we talk about it right now because. In a lot of ways, it almost reminded me that this could have been like a Looney Tunes type cartoon. You know, it has you know? a lot of those sort of cartoon violence vibes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, every time he punches the bear, it's just bear punch. Yeah, that's the sound effect. <laughs> that's the sound effect. Yes, bear punch. Oh, that is fabulous. Yes. Yeah. And he, he literally has a house that's made out of bears. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> when they when they come to try to the the FBI comes to attempt to. Get him to help fight some like demonic bears that are terrorizing major city. <laughs> Not a major city. No, it's called major. It's city. major city. Yes. And in order to entice him, they bring him two tons of flapjacks. Not pancakes. Not fl- do not call them Ooh, no, pancakes no, no, no. in front of him. Flapjacks. Flapjacks. And and one hundred percent pure maple syrup. A lifetime supply of maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I, how that's how they and, and so they're telling him Also he's got a giant dick. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> and it's just it's just there. And and they keep like and then they have one they're telling his backstory of when he's when he was found by the bears as a baby and he has a full beard and mustache and a giant dick still as a baby <laughs> already. It's like they pixelate it, and it's pixelated yes. basically down to just above his knee. <laughs> <laughs> Huge yes. dog. Yes. Like, he is why every public school has the dress code they do for wearing skirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
but 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 the other thing, the other one that struck me that I thought was beautiful that reminded me kind of the of the cartoon type thing is like so the F, it's the FBI agent that knows him that's telling this backstory about him right mm-hmm. and he's like oh and he did this and then something happened and so he's been in the woods ever since protecting and the girl that he's telling to is like okay so like if this is his story how in the world did you ever meet and they get interrupted and they never come back <laughs> right yeah. so it's like oh you know, just move along move yeah. along <laughs> This is the first issue in a six-issue miniseries, oh. so it's not a major commitment if you want to read it. Yep. It and is... I really, en- I actually enjoyed this more than I expected. Oh, too. I enjoyed it way more than I expected. Yes, I will yeah. be, I will be getting this, and I, I highly recommend it if you need a laugh during yes. the week. Yes. Damn it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But read Alex's after this. Backloggers. Yep. So there's a new book that we all read this week. That we're going to talk about we very briefly. Yes. Because we also talked about it last week. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. Peter Parker, I mean, The Spectacular Spider-Man number one, which Chip we already Spassky. told you to read. We did. And and the guy, I, I go to a comic book shop usually with a friend of mine, and I, I made him buy it this week. Yeah. Yes. yes. And you made him read it in the car. I made him so. read it in the car so I could hear him laugh on the way home. Good. Yes, and did he laugh? He, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, this is nothing but jokes and quit. I was like, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Mike opened it and he was like, wait, why, wait, why are they hugging? Guys don't hug. What are you doing? No, no, this is wrong. Oh my God. And then he was like, there's so many words. Oh yeah, thinking, right. You're doing so many words. But there's but a reason for the it. The very next yeah. page, he was cackling. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just. Well, that, also, it, guys totally hug. I was like, goofy guys hug. I, uh, guys who are secure in themselves hug. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will tell you, when you open the book, the first page is going to start telling his origin story. Mm-hmm. Get to the second page. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You have to get at least yeah. that far. Trust yeah. me on that. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Chip Starsky knows what he's doing. <laughs> yes. yes, he does. Yes, he Trust does. in Chip. Yeah, beautiful book. It's out this week. Go get it. Yes. Spider-Man, not punching supervillains. Yet, at least. Great. All right. Time for our Secret Empire Roundup. Do, do, do. Okay. All right. <laughs> so first up, Secret Empire Underground, which was... I didn't read any of the tie-ins. You read Captain Steve. Other than Captain Steve, yeah. but I, that, I mean, that's like a main book in it to me. Yeah. Fair. So this uh, is, yeah, this is the group going to the Savage Land. Yes. To Okay, that makes one, more sense now. Got get it. one yeah. of the cubes. Yeah. Yeah. One of the shards. One of the shards, right, correct. Yeah, yeah not the whole cube. Uh, right. Where they have to team up with uh, Sauron. Sauron. <laughs> yes. Who has been deposed by some of his mutates who have the cubes and have been powered up and could actually take him down. The shards? Shards. <laughs> I had to do it because you did it. Yes, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, John. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Um, Part of it being a heavy week in tech week was uh, I did have to wake up at 6 o'clock this morning to finish reading. So gross. Oh, yeah. So, one of the shards. And it is, it's that same that same team from the last Secret Empire. So, it's Mockingbird and Hercules and Sam Wilson. Yep. Do not call him Captain America. Do not call him Falcon. Correct. He okay. is Sam Wilson. Uh, the Tony Stark AI. Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. And there's one more, isn't there? Uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yeah. Uh, I'm still convinced Quicksilver is the traitor. Sam Wilson. Mm, yeah. This this issue seemed to uh, bend that way a bit. 
Most importantly, though, it was written by Jeremy Whitley. Oh, it was really, really it was clever. Real, real. Clever. I, I, yeah, I enjoyed this thoroughly. So much. Yeah, uh, Mockingbird and her interaction with Sauron was just okay. Look, if if my suspicion <laughs> that that Wasp is ending with number eight is correct, mm-hmm. can he write a, a Mockingbird book now? Since Chelsea Kane is oh, that would be great. Because the only person who I think could follow her on that would be him. That would be great. You know what? Can you imagine a Mockingbird Wasp team up book? I I actually very happily could. Yeah, that would be great. I so happily could. Yeah, I like that. I like it a lot, and I um, like this book too. Yes, this was fun. It was a lot of a lot of jokey, quippy. Yeah, it was like a nice kind of cheesy break, it, but the it, good kind of cheesy. It, it was it was kind of like that interlude episode, yeah. bet- between the heavy story. That you enjoyed, yeah, it was you know what I mean. Bright and funny, yep. and a good tonal shift. Yep. In the middle of what is typically a very dark story. Got it. Yeah. Agreed. All right, Brian. What about Secret Empire: Brave New World? Uh, you know what? I really enjoyed this this particular issue. So this is the, this is kind of, they did this with Civil War two. This is your uh, anthology. It's the anthology. It's got, yeah, it's got three short, three little short stories in it. One's ongoing between them. The um, Namor book. Did I just story. see? What? Did you just see? Is that, oh that? no, it was Spider-Man. It, no, okay. it's, it's Patriot. Patriot. There's a new Patriot. There's a new Patriot. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You want to tell me who the new Patriot is? Oh God, I can't remember his name. Um, Rayshawn. Ray, yeah, Rayshawn. That's it. It uh, seems to imply that I should have known who he was. I I kind of got that feeling too, and I really didn't. So, okay. I, and it, it could be because I'm not. I mean, I am not the. Um, I know a lot about Marvel and Marvel Universe and what's going on, but I'm not the the kind of in depth subject matter expert that I feel like I am with DC. So, it's possible that it's just from a book that I don't read and therefore don't know about. Yeah, that. Is distinctly possible, but the second story is Bob, agent of Hydra, and it, the books the books worth reading just for that. <laughs> Anytime you can read about Bob, it's you know, it's pretty fantastic. Bob is always a delight. The yeah. only the only uh, Hydra agent who I like more than Bob is Hank Johnson. Okay, all right, Let's see that. Apparently, Rayshon was also in Secret Empire Zero. Oh, okay. All right, then. Uh, and the name Namor... Oh, he was the one who the champions saved. <gasps> That's he was why. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I know I, like, I know I recognize yeah, the name. Yeah, yeah, Okay, that, and that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, yeah, it does. That makes a lot more sense. Uh, <laughs> He's the one who delivered the plans to Tony. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, and the last one is the 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 Namor book, which this is the one that kind of carries through each of each yep. of these. And um, we learn there is a challenger to the throne. The challenger to the throne. Oh snap! Yes. It's cool. Namor will just roll over for them. <laughs> oh, He's good at that. or get on his knees. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that was a little lewd. I was very actually, tired. <laughs> that might be a little gross in this case, actually. Um, yeah, what? Yeah, why? Uh, why? Might be a little Targaryen. 
Oh. Oh, yeah. Really? Well, <laughs> okay. Oh, right. <laughs> Look. Yeah. Things happen in... in yeah. Um, um, things happen? <laughs> in... Well, what am I trying to say? Royal households. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be the first time it's happened in royalty, right? <laughs> That's Nemora. That's Nemora. <laughs> yes. Mm. Mm. So gross. But uh, yeah, but it, this was a, a for antho- for an anthology book co- co- going on. It, it was actually pretty yeah. entertaining. Yeah. I've been enjoying this one. The yeah. only reason I jumped on it is because they keep putting writers I like on these stories, and somehow that means I end up liking it. Oh, go imagine figure. how that works. Oh, you good writers write it, and so you like it. Hmm. Yeah, that's so weird. All right, how about Captain Steve? Captain Steve. I'm still trying to remember what all happened. Speaking of names, uh, he, he went was, to the UN. Yeah. yeah he talked he, a lot. Ooh, let me tell you what, though. He kind of, yeah. <laughs> You're going to sit down. Oh. Yeah, he, he, he kind of bitch slapped the UN. He did. He did. <laughs> Which was kind of entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, you know, for coming. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't hate this issue. It wasn't the strongest that it's been, just because it was a lot of talking. Yeah. The weird thing about... The weird thing, I guess, in general about Secret Empire for me is just... And this comes on the heels of saying I liked the Namor story in, in Brave New World. I know. It's so weird to me that suddenly, like, Namor's a major figure in this story when yeah. I don't know where the hell he's been lately. No? Last I'd heard, he was dead. Just been chilling out in Atlantis. I guess. Which is, I mean, I don't know. It sounds kind of like that it got it got damaged pretty well, and he's been working on trying to rebuild it, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure, anymore. But you know what's odd to me is there's books that are, like, kind of on the side of Secret... Well, like this, like Captain, yeah. right? And there's characters that have been pretty major to the plot of Secret... Who just, like, in a page or two are just kind of casually... Like, I'm thinking of Arnim Zola, right? Yeah. And this one? Yeah. And, like, you just, like, there's on a page just kind of as a side story. Oh, yeah, he got taken out. Well, yeah. and it's, oh. like, with Civil War, not Civil War, Secret Empire, was it Uprising last week with the mutants? Yes. Yeah. It's, like, you have Zola stuff there in the side, too, mm-hmm. which we talked about, like, with issue one or two, the Zola-Steve stuff maybe becoming... A thing? A thing, and, like, that's all happening... Outside of the main books, yeah, yeah, it's I. It, it almost gave me the impression that Steve kind of knows this, and he keeps sending him on these missions yeah. in hopes that. Yes. Yeah, right. Well, that's the. I feel like structurally, Secret Empire is doing the first Civil War thing of, I don't know how much just reading the story by itself, the story will make gives sense. you yeah. Like you've got to read yeah. a bunch of other things yeah, to like, really have a well, picture. and we said this from the beginning. Yeah, it's certainly this book. Captain yeah. Steve, you've got this book is is way too closely tied to this story yeah. to yeah. not to miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I just want to high five T'Challa, but I yes. usually want to high five T'Challa. Uh, yeah, yes. Fair enough. Yes. He walked in and said, "Bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Why don't, why don't you come yeah. on over to Wakanda? Yeah, Steve. We're gonna Steve, show you how this Steve, is done. Steve kind of comes in and bitch slaps the UN, and then, and then he gets on there and goes, "Oh yeah. Oh, by the way." Yeah, you forced it didn't work. Come on, come at me. <laughs> Keep Hydra, <sending> please. <laughs> Hydra, please. Uh, hey, Jen. Hey. 
Uh, tell me about Weapons of Mutant Destruction number one. Okay, I came into this not having like not been reading Weapon X or Totally Awesome Hulk or any of that stuff. But it's pretty good. Like it's it's pretty good. Um, so the Weapon X program is is creating monsters to take out all mutants. Oh, so monster sentinels? <laughs> uh, no, 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 not as such. No. It's it's a little bit more fucked up than that. Oh. Um, Think about which books are crossing over here: Weapon X mm-hmm. and Totally Awesome Hulk. And something else, I feel like. But yeah. Oh. Yeah. Weapon X and Totally Awesome Hulk. Totally awesome. Weapon oh, X yeah. Hulk. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I kind of saw where you're going there. Yeah. Okay. Kind of got um, that. Yeah. That's, it's fucking terrifying. So they've been trying to make these things, and they have a whole hell of a lot of fuck-ups. Trying to get to the right one. Trying to get to the perfect mix of all these different And they do not eat their they, mistakes. That, no. Mm. Um, they eat a lot of pizza apparently. they do eat a lot of pizza not the good kind i guess yeah because because all the leaving all those rejects laying around that's never a bad thing in a comic book no, no. <laughs> it definitely worked out super well in lobo roadrunner also hey like hey hey, can we, hey 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 when did this happen when when did when did striker become a reverend uh, God loves man kills. Oh, okay. Man loves God kills. Man loves. Uh, I can't remember. So I don't think I've. It's like... one of those two though. But yeah, that was a long. That was God. That was. No, God loves man kills. Yeah. I don't think I've like seen any of that then because I was like, oh, this is this is never going to be good. That was 1982. Yeah, that was. I was gonna say oh. that was. It was a graphic novel. It okay. Was, yeah. Yeah. Well, then I haven't, like, seen them use that, then. I don't think they tend to use it when they use Stryker in the cartoons and movies, which was where I tend to know yeah, him from. Yeah, because, yeah. He's also a doctor, which, how yeah, you're a doctor and a reverend is, there's some science involved somewhere that I have to question um, whether or not you, well, you yeah. have a PhD I know, in theology. I know somebody who is a, like, medical doctor yeah. and a reverend. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. The first line of, of Wikipedia's summary of the plot of God Loves Man Kills is Reverend, or I'm sorry, William Stryker is a religious fanatic. Yeah. That makes him even more terrifying. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. I've never really been terrified of him before, but now, There sir. is a panel from Generation Hope, Volume 1, Number 10, in this summary with him in front of a copy of his book, A Cross Not an X. Oh my. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go with always, actually. Yeah, for a long... What the evidently. hell? How did I just, like, miss a whole section of... Because adaptations ignore it. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but the... I used to read a lot of X-Men. The only actual good use of Striker was X2. Okay. Yeah, well... I don't tend... Some of his early introduction... God Loves Main Kills is pretty good. I have a deep love for X-Men. There are certain tropes of X-Men right. stories I don't like. I never really dig Weapon X stories, which means I almost never really dig Striker stories. Okay, that's that's fair. Yeah. That's a fair... Yeah. If you don't like that, then... Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like how I never and almost never enjoy Batman stories that are about organized crime. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
There are exceptions, but in sure, general. Sure, sure, sure. Very cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're gonna so, you're gonna so read I've been this in the dark whole thing for my entire life. Um, <laughs> yeah, I probably am. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I'm a little fucking terrified, and I think it's gonna be great. And also, Amadeus Cho is a fucking delight. He's a fucking something. He can he can be. He can be. It depends. right. He can be. Why is he what? Sometimes he's a complete and utter tool. Yeah, but it's fun to read. It's so fun to read. I think Especially... you like reading tools more than I do. I you like I do. Cyclops I, more yeah, than I do. I so do. this, we're developing a pool of data here that seems to say Jin enjoys reading absolute fucking tools, yeah. and I don't. Well, which a, is fine. He's a lovable tool. Really? Oh no! My collated screw gun is a lovable tool. Yeah, that's very true. It is. Sometimes he is. Sometimes he's just a tool. Sometimes a tool is just a tool. <laughs> but a chair is not a home. Well, this book was funny and adorable. And, okay. and also, oh no. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Did I you... tried. I tried okay. to read your copy. Okay. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. Also, I never like Weapon X stories, so... Yeah, that would that would kind of yeah. lean you yeah. into not liking this, I would think. But it yeah. was good. Oh no! It was well. I I enjoy Greg Pak's writing, and I've actually read a chunk of Totally Awesome Hulk, and I did enjoy it. He's less of a tool there than he is in some books. I like okay. it when his sister is around. His sister tempers him mm. really nicely. Okay. Uh, it tends to be when other guys his age are around. He tends to really be. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Which that is a guy thing. Okay. Well, okay. Fair enough. And and a girl thing, but. Yeah. See also the fact that uh, I have very few guy friends. I tend to put up very poorly with guys. Yeah. Girls do too. Yeah, but I'm talking about me. Okay. It's all about Alex. Always. Always <laughs> and forever. I am the most narcissistic individual you will ever meet. What's next? No. No, you're not. Is it still good? Is, is it still good? Hey, Jen. Yeah. Uh, how about that Abraham Slam? Ooh, okay. Black Hammer number 10 is still good? It is so good. We get to learn a, a bit more about Abraham Slam and his backstory and and a little uh, a little glimpse into how people feel about what's going on in the town. Sorry, my nose is like really yeah. stopped up now. Um, it's been Tech Week. It's been Tech Week. Tech Week comes with... Uh, what are hopefully allergies, but also a modicum of uh, illness Crud. passing through the cr- cast. Yeah. Especially when you have, like, two cast members who have to kiss each other, and then a teenager who will drink everyone's drink no matter what. Uh, many of them drink after each other in the course of this show, yes. actually. Yeah, they do. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Abraham Slam. Um, yeah. Very, very good. We get to see him struggle with being... Um, an older member of mm. crime does, fighting team. Does and... anyone welcome him to the jam? Uh, no. No, as a matter of fact, they don't welcome him to the jam. Yeah. <laughs> and Aww. they weren't they weren't mean. They were just punk no, ass kids. Th- yeah, you're right. You're right. They just don't understand. Just, yeah. Hey, old man, can we like uh, take you home or something? Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Damn kids. But um. But then. Uh, at the very end, we kind of find out who maybe is behind all of this. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and it's that it actually kind of surprised me. 
See, it, it's still good. It doesn't now that awesome. I know. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah. yeah. Still cool. good. Still really good. Uh, All-Star Batman number 11, still good. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We've got uh, 12, 13, and 14 mm-hmm. left in All-Star Batman and left in this arc before it goes to a series of trades. Yeah, and this is uh, part two of that kind of Alfred backstory, yeah. which is cool. So good. Uh, <laughs> it continues the, the, the gag of... Everyone thinking Bruce Wayne is Hush pretending to be Bruce Wayne. Or everyone thinks he's Hush pretending to be Batman pretending to be Bruce Wayne. Or he's Batman pretending to be... It spins Anything spins but who he spins. is. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. You both do bad Bruce Waynes. I already know my Bruce Wayne is perfect. Uh, hey, Brian. Yeah. Does Case Cave Carson still have a cybernetic eye? No, actually, he doesn't. Oh, actually, you're right. Huh. <laughs> nope, he doesn't. Well, despite that, is it still good? It is. This book has gotten really fucking weird. I mean, like, really weird. Like, psychedelic weird. And it's awesome. Psychedelic and metaphysically. Yeah. Please. Um, okay, fair enough. They, they introduced this, and I really like it. They introduced this theory of dimensional fragment, fa- fragmentation that argues that not only are there parallel Earths, but each Earth is periodically rewritten, and every time it's rewritten like a hard drive fragments, that Earth's reality fragments, which A, explains why superheroes come back to life so easily, and B, explains various pocket dimensions and realities and spaces between. It's just basically the the, the file of the universe being corrupted over time. It's like the glitch in the Matrix kind of. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's, like, it's like deja vu and things like that also. Yeah. So I wonder if at some point they'll defrag the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and how um, long does that take? It depends on whether or not you hire Lobo to do it. Oh. <laughs> nice. Thank nice, you. Nice. From downtown. Uh, how about Green Arrow 25? It's still good? Uh, it is. So this is kind of uh, this is a story that's really kind of in between. It's kind of wrapping up the, the, the loose threads of the last one. So and... it's simultaneously an epilogue and, and a, a prelude. prelude. Yes, <laughs> every epilogue is a prelude. <laughs> Tom King um, told the truth. <laughs> yeah, indeed. And it, gets, uh, it, it sets up what's going to be coming in the next issue, which is the beginning of Hard Traveling Heroes. And so we're not covering solicitations oh, this week. We're going to do them next week, but... Have you seen the September solicitation? Nope, not yet. Um, you want to guess which hard-traveling hero he teams up with in the last issue of Please that Please tell me it's Green Lantern. You'll have to tune in next week when we talk about solicitations to find out. Yeah. But speaking of Green Lanterns, 25 is still good. Um, oh, yeah. I mentioned earlier this was a good art week. Mm-hmm. Robson oh. Rocha on this book. like This is a beautiful issue. It is. So so good looking um and it finally oh you meant the whole book not just jessica Cruz. okay sorry <laughs> it finally uh uh reveals to simon and jessica that rami is actually volthum yes and shit hits the fan in a big old way uh-huh um so i especially I, I, mm, mm, simon mm. yeah i am very much looking forward to where this goes. This has kind of kicked it in. It's not a whole. It's not the whole uh, epilogue prelude thing. No, but it's kicking it into the next gear. Gear. It's yes. kicking it into the next stage. Hey Brian. Yeah. How was Nightwing twenty three? Still good. Uh, Nightwing twenty three was still good. Um, Dick's a dick. Dick is a dick. Dick's and a big old dick, and I'm, he can I'm, suck I'm, a dick. I'm telling you all right here. They're setting up something I'm not liking about this book. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no, do I need to read this thing? 
Uh, well, maybe not. We might not any of us be reading if they pull if they do what we they're leading to. I'm telling you what. My continued reading of this book is entirely dependent upon the health of Dick and DeFacer's relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I care so much more about this as a relationship book than I do as a superhero book. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's good as a superhero book, but it's great because of that. Yes. that God damn it, Alex needs his stories. <laughs> I need my stories, damn it. <laughs> I need my stories. It's great. Um, and, and great. <laughs> Sean Sang is the heart of this book. It got good when she showed up. It was okay before. It got good, good. when yeah, she showed up. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jen. Hey. Super Sons, number five. Um, let me Still tell you good? something. When I opened this book, I was like, I'm about to be done. I'm about to be done. Because I opened it and the art was not good. That art was very bad. It got better. It got better. It did get better. But I, I was like, better. what the better. fuck <laughs> is this? Yes. <laughs> it was like somebody who hasn't arted in a while just arted this. Oh. But that's not the case. Um, but it did get a whole hell of a lot better. It got so much better. And it, I know it has Brian's quote of the week in it. And, <laughs> and I will endorse it as mine as well. Oh, will you? Because <laughs> you know where I going. cackled so fucking hard. So what is so, Brian's quote of the week? So uh, the, the, the setup here is that um, they're both grounded. <laughs> and, uh, in john's and, case literally yeah and, and yes and john sneaks out and goes to the bat cave and they're talking and alfred shows up and he's like what am i gonna do he's like you gotta hide you gotta hide uh he's like uh there's a hatchet in the, in the bottom of the di- you know the dinosaur that's always in the bear. yeah there's a hatch up there I, I i go up there sometimes and so they just look at each other <laughs> and then alfred walks in and he's like and, and by the way, he has two trays, so he already he knows. knows. He already does. He's like, hmm, I cannot believe my life has come to a place where I have to say this. Please step out of the dinosaur's buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see John's cape, cape dangling from the, from the dinosaur buttocks. butt. Oh, my God. It's so... It's good. It's so good. This person has to have small, like, not small, but has to have children or has had children or something. Tomasi? Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure he does because he also wrote Batman and Son. Yeah. So good. And it he is wrote so it good. super well. Or not Batman and Son, Batman and Robin. Yeah. And they're very, they're, yeah, they're very clearly now moving them kind of to the next place of this uh-huh. relationship. And basically it ends with, with them being told that, you know what, okay, fine, you guys can go out and go on patrols and do things, but never by yourself. You always have to go with somebody. Yeah. And I got this. Use the buddy system. Use yeah. the buddy system, right. I got the sense of this being like Clark and Bruce going, you have to let John on your little team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Which, if to be fair, at the end of the issue, it does say, coming next, Teen Titans. Teen Titans, yep. yeah. Right. Yep. Which they've made room for him. They have. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But you know who still needs to show up in the Teen Titans? Emmy. Emmy. Yeah. I will not rest until Emiko Queen is a Titan. Although, in all honesty, at this point, she's, she's kind of a little old for that team, <laughs> the way <laughs> they've set really... it up. She and, she and Starfire could be... <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. Starfire like 19. <laughs> yeah. Starfire's clearly the exception. And, and like I said, when the book came out, I yeah. still don't understand why she's on that team. Not that I don't like Starfire. I love Starfire. Yeah. But like, I don't know that she fits in the dynamics of that team, quite honestly. But um, whatever. 
Someone has to be able to sign for packages. I guess that's it, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about Superman, Brian? Um, super, oh, Superman was still good, too. This yeah. was the end of the Manchester Black story. Um, yeah. And it, it, it was fine. I'm not, I can't say I'm super thrilled about how they chose to end it. It was, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just. It was, it was it so was, funny. It, it was. Oh, no, not that part. Not, okay. the, ep, not the epilogue okay. part. Right. <laughs> Just kind of it. It seemed kind of predictable. Maybe okay. it was the word. I still enjoyed reading it. Um, and I like uh, the introduction of some. And then, uh, quite honestly, I I liked what happened after better than I liked the yeah kind of the fight and uh, and that. You guys are gonna have to explain to me what actually happened after because I don't really get that epilogue. Ooh. Okay, so he's the cow. <laughs> yes, yes, Manchester yes, cow. His got, consciousness is in the cow. He became the cow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they, and they push him right and they tip him. They cow tip him. He tries to control these punk kids, and they they like. What are we shake doing? What are we doing with it. this cow? Let's uh, tip. Let's it. tip him. Isn't cow tipping a myth though? Isn't that a thing no, that doesn't actually you, work? You no, can tip a cow, but it might kill them. I mean, I knew it would kill them. No, well, no, yeah. not necessarily. It doesn't always kill them. No, okay. it might. Yeah, it might. Yeah. Okay. No, you. Yes, you can tip cows. Go out there when they're sleeping. You can tip them. Don't do it. It's bad and wrong and mean and very, it's very mean. It is animal yes. cruelty. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. There's a, there's a reason cows don't ever do that. However, if you know that Manchester Black's consciousness is in that cow. Then it's okay. It. <laughs> then it's okay. <laughs> you must tip it. Tip, tip it, it good. good. <laughs> I wish that I had secret squirrels. <laughs> Actually, as a side note, did you guys know there are secret squirrel backups in Scoopak now? I don't. I don't. I don't no. care. I don't care. I did not. Know. Makes me not so even, mad. Not even secret squirrel can make me go back. It can make me no. go back no, in trade. No, sir, don't do in it. trade. Don't do in it. In trade. Yeah. Don't do it. Find somebody I would, else who I, likes it. You know it what? When you, it. I want to find out if it's better in trade. Like if, if I mean, if, I feel like the second to... there has to be like a whole trade of them doing nothing that, in that ball. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like the second one's just gonna be them sitting around in Walmart. But I'm wondering if being able to just power through it in a trade is gonna be better. Not for me. I, I don't know. That's why I said I'm wondering. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? So yeah, you, you know what? Yeah, you should let me know about that, and then let me borrow oh, so I don't have to buy them. <laughs> What I'm secretly hoping is that eventually they just collect the secret squirrel stuff by itself and oh, I can just buy it. Oh, there you yes. go. Uh, Trinity, number 10, still good. Still, still beautiful, beautiful Francis Manipal art. Oh, it is. I yeah. love this art so much. I cannot wait for his Aquaman Earth 1 to come out. I don't know when it's happening, but I cannot wait for it. It was announced like two years ago. It still works. Every now and then like he'll live draw a panel right. on Instagram or something. <sighs> I cannot wait. It's great. Uh, hey Brian. Yeah, Wildstorm number five. Oh man, well, I'm telling you what, Wildstorm is just a fantastic book. It really is. Um, I I I I think I've said it before. I think it probably will read better in trade for mm-hmm. most people, just because there's a lot of characters, a lot going on. But it, this is a great book. The art's perfect for it. The characters are wonderful. I'm I'm loving it. Cool. How about Black Monday Murders? Oh my god, I'm so glad this book is back because it is. Yeah. Nope. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, All New Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, man, I love this book. Gamora's up to some shady shit. Ooh. She's making back on this one. secret deals behind the other Guardians' backs. Is it a shade of green? 
Uh, I don't know which shade it is. Oh. She's holding her hand close to her chest. She uh, is trying to collect... She's trying to find a certain infinity gem. Oh, no. Oh, no. And she's willing to trade the one she has for it. Oh, no. Oh, interesting. Damn. All right, that is, that is some pretty shady shit. Yeah. Also, it's still very funny, and I really, really like the style of this book. So uh, I, I, I enjoy this a lot. And it's continued. I think we talked about with the first one. There's that last couple of pages about the mystery with a Groot forest. Oh, right. Someone's tending. Uh-huh. Yep. Every issue has had like two or three pages at the end of that. And it continues here. And that forest is growing quickly. Oh, no. Groot's still not, though that forest Aww. is. Mm. Uh, hey, Brian. Yeah. Doctor Strange, 22. Uh, yeah, this is still Doctor Strange continuing in the uh, in the dark bubble, the dark dimension bubble that's around New York, and he is teamed up with uh, Jessica Drew and Ben Urich and Kingpin. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Yes. Iceman number two. This series is real, real good, guys. In fact, there's a thing going on. I don't know when it expires. It may have expired by the time this episode goes live. But if you go on Comixology and use, I think the code is Iceman. I retweeted it the other day. You get the first issue and like all the first issues of the new wave of Uh X-Men books for free. Oh. So if you haven't read it, try that. Like I say, I don't know when that expires. Oh. Um, This is a team up with Kitty Pride, Who I always forget that uh, Bobby and Kitty dated at one point. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. And Kitty is kind of irritated with him throughout this whole book. And finally, they're, they're going to save this new mutant who's popped up. Um, finally, she just lays it out there and says, look, I had to find out through gold balls that you came out. Gold balls. <laughs> um, and like, she's hurt by not. Yeah, by that he didn't approach. talk right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a nice moment there, which ends, of course, with him saying to her, Ninja, please. Oh, wait, when I say that to you, it's actually true. <laughs> nice. Nice. As we've previously else established. Kitty is a ninja. Uh huh. <laughs> Anytime we allude to Kitty being a ninja, it makes me happy. Yeah. Me too. I love that. So I, I like this book so, so much. Uh, the through line, I think, is going to be his relationship with his parents. Because they touch on that again here. Okay. And again, kind of teasing solicitations. Uh,. It gets into that in September. Like, he goes and has dinner with them and yeah. all that. So. Okay, okay. Invincible Iron Man, still good. Uh, you get a really nice piece of backstory with Riri Williams uh, as a little girl looking for motivation. Like, looking for that thing that has to drive her to prove people wrong. Uh, and in the present, you get stuff with her and this is clearly set i guess pre-secret empire because it's her and uh sharon carter and then a confrontation with lucia von bardis hmm. so all right it continues to be building things brian yeah Nick Fury. Oh my God, I love this book. I love um, this book so much. It is this book. This book is is James Bond and Austin Powers and Archer all mixed together. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think I said. I know I said in clearing the backlog when I was talking about one of the Green Arrow volumes, but I think I mentioned it on here too. I am a sucker for spies stuck on a train stories. Oh, this is this is your jam, right? This here. is so my jam. <laughs> 
Uh, even like that episode of Doctor Who last season on the Orient Express. Just just one of my favorites. Always, always. Stick them on a train. I don't know why. I don't know why that version of Confined Quarters is so interesting to me. Yeah. But it is. And, and the other thing I really like about this book is how it, it, it's super sparing. Like, it, it doesn't even... There's not even that much dialogue in it, and it's 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 super quick to read. But it's all there's so much visual communication yeah. of it, and it just feels fast and bright and yeah, yeah. And all of the stories so far have pretty much been self-contained, self-contained which yeah. is really really nice, actually. Yeah, I like this book a lot. Royals number four still good. I think I have finally put my finger on why I'm enjoying this book as much as I am. Okay, even though I'm not normally a big in humans person, it is taking so many different. Some of which I am aware of, and some of which I'm not. But so many different threads from Marvel's various cosmic books over the last four or five years, and finally tying them off. This issue's a confrontation with Ronan the Accuser. So it gets into the destruction of Hala. It gets into some of the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, plots from Bendis' run. It gets into the Black Mirror stuff. And it even goes a little further than back, further back than that because Crystal's in this book and apparently Ronan and Crystal were once an item. So when they encounter him, not only is he trying to punish everyone in the wake of Hala's destruction... As he basically goes one by one, corpse to corpse on the planet, and names everybody as he's the only living uh, Kree. But he's punishing each of them for her for their crimes, and in her case, the crime is uh, abandoning him. So it's it's interesting to see these things tied off. I think that's why I like it so much. I okay. really enjoy it. I will say this. Uh, if you objected to the art early on, and I'm looking at Jen because I know Jen did not like the art in this no. book. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't crazy about it either. You're still not gonna. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then I won't be reading this. Yeah. If the art was a problem, the art is. They've even switched artists and sections like more exaggerating and cartoony uh... now. So. See, I don't have a problem with cartoony. It just needs to be good. Is my thing. <laughs> I, I I think I've mentioned. I may, I may read this and trade. I'm gonna wait yeah. and see how how it comes out. I'll have to see a page of it. Sure. Uh, Silver Surfer number 12. There are only two more issues of this book after this. And it is just punching you in the gut over and over and over again. It's it's leading into its Doctor Who inspiration and just being oh, as like oh. emotionally draining as possible. Bastards. Yeah. Wow, but, that but sounds I'm, fun to read. It, but it <laughs> is. I know. It's, I, like, it's really yes. sweet. Yeah. Um, if he says, I don't want to go... Just be done. Uh, okay, Whew. spoilers for Silver Surfer. <laughs> no. No. Um, Silver spoilers. At the end of 10, you learn that while she was out hopping around the universe, Dawn's father died. <gasps> and she missed it and the birth of her nephew. No. Oh my gosh. And I only read two issues, and that was the best part to me was seeing that connection with in her family. This issue, uh, they had introduced a planet that basically brings everyone's desires to life. Oh. It just recreates. By the she way, that's is always a bad thing. So shell shocked that 
she goes back there and the surfer takes her back there to basically just wean her off of needing her father in her life. And it ends with this beat of, no, I, 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 I'm okay now, but I just realized you've been trapped on planets twice. You've been grounded twice in your life and you never wanted to happen it wanted it to happen again, but you would have stayed here for eternity with me. And then he silvers down and they ride off on his board into space with him silvered down. Oh. Jen looks like she's actually about to cry into her microphone. Oh. No, I'm just tired. But, oh. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. You might get me to read Silver Surfer again. Wow. Have I mentioned before you jumped on in literally the worst the possible worst, spot to have tried to jump on? The worst part. Well, it's not bad if you have been reading it. It's leaning more into the Kirby than the Doctor Who. Yeah. But uh, this is very much a Doctor Who issue. Oh, god damn it. Um, it is my life goal to sell Jen on Silver Surfer at this point. Okay. Bring me some Silver Surfer. Okay. Uh, Brian. <laughs> yeah. How is Star Wars Darth Vader? Uh, actually, I still enjoyed this. This cool. is, uh, yeah. This, it, again, remember, it's a, a different book than before. It is. But, yeah, but... it. If you like the first one, keep reading this one. I like the first one a lot. This was a heavy week for me, I so... I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> Attrition. <laughs> Which is appropriate for this book. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimates 2, number 8. I cannot, I cannot adequately express just how good this book is when it shouldn't be. Like, the needle that Al Ewing threads in writing this book is so infinitesimally small. Um, in this issue, Galactus and Ego bury the hatchet. Oh. In who? And not in each other's backs (laughs) or anyone else. No. In who? Um, I could go on. That is all I'm going to say. But they bury the hatchet and it is... Maybe my favorite issue of this book so far. Like every issue, it's one of those books where every issue is just a little bit better. So I like it a lot. Who are the characters in this book? Um, like in this issue, it's basically just Galactus and Ego. Okay. In general, um, Galactus, Carol Danvers, T'Challa, uh, America, um, not Pulsar, not Quasar, Monica Rambo, whatever her name is right now. Oh, uh, no, no, I keep wanting to say Nova. That's not it. No. Um, Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, Damn it. Pulsar. Blue Marvel. Yeah. And uh, Anti Man. Okay. All right. It's a weird collection of characters. Yeah, but it's kind of odd. But okay. So so good. Uh, oh, there is actually a third character in this issue. Ultimate Reed Richards. Who has plans to evolve the universe. Of course he does. It's a very good book. Uh, Hey, Jen. Hey. How'd you like the new X-Men Gold? Uh, It was good. It was kind of... uh, It was tying up the... The nanite infected with sentinel by AI stuff. Which... I don't like the whole inner turmoil that Rachel has been going through. I mean, I get it. 
I get it. Yeah. I, I almost get But the, it, they almost, leaned on it too heavily, well, I feel like. Well, I was going to say, I almost got the impression that this, this Sentinel storyline was really more of a device to allow them to talk and, and develop that character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I will say this. As someone who has not a ton of Rachel exposure, mm-hmm. some, but not a ton, Yeah, it was not unhelpful to me to have kind of the little bit of recap that came with this. Okay. Yeah, but I feel like it could have been done... It could have been done elsewhere and not so heavily. Sure. Like, these two stories didn't need to be together. Sure. I can buy that. But it was good. I mean, yeah. Like I said, it it almost, I mean, because obviously it gives her a reason to to do what she does. Right. But but in the meantime, while she's having these inner discussions and development or whatever, it gives the team somebody to fight. Yeah. So. And and it made me hope that she does go bad. (laughs) Yeah. All right, we're in Brian's corner now. Oh boy, oh here we go. Britannia, We Who Are About to Die, number three. Still good? Oh my God, this book is great. I, and if you have not picked up the trade for the first Britannia, go get it because it is damn, damn good. And this just continues that. It's great. Cool. Yeah. Bubblegun number two? Bubblegun number two, wonderful. Uh, I just, again, this is an outside book that surprised me, but I like it. Cool. Nancy Drew, Hardy Boys, number four. Big sucker for Nancy Drew Hardy was. I love the take that they're doing on this with the modern kind of storytelling and the noir piece, and it's great. How about that Sword Quest number one? Okay, now this one on the other <laughs> hand, by this is this is just pure Atari eighties nostalgia. It's How did wonderful. this get put in? Is it still good? There was a zero issue already. Yeah, there's a, which we already talked about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. and honestly, I, I'm kind of curious how that was a zero and this is one because it really is that should have been one and this should be two and all because whatever. I just but, assumed that was the case. That's kind of a weird contrivance it, it that was. happens in things like this. Yeah. Of... I almost feel like they kind of maybe I, I, maybe they started the story here and kind of already had it slotted and they were like, you know what, we need to explain kind of where the where it got to this and so they yeah. went back. Maybe that's the only thing I can think of. How much of zero was like? Ex- explaining for people who had no familiarity with Sword Quest, um, a little bit, um, and, and I can't say yeah, it really was kind of set up as to how this character was involved with this game and yeah. where he came. But but toward, there was definitely some pieces that felt like they should have been, and maybe they did that. Maybe they took some things that were in this and mm-hmm. moved into that book. I, but uh, again, I don't know. Regardless, if you like, especially if you like Zero, this is great. But cool. if you like eighties Atari stuff, you should read this too. Cool. All right, it's time for the Long Box Book Report. All right. The Long Box Book Report. So, Jen. Yes. Tell me about X Thieves number nine. I think it was number nine. I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty, I think um, it was too. So this it's was, number nine now. Yep. So this was their, their, it was a break in between arcs, and it was a pirate issue. Arvasti. So, Bianca, mm-hmm. who, damn, girl. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Pans of Fred Copacog. Fred. Yeah, I was trying to say the name. Um, Down at the Copa, Copacabana. No, Copacog. Um, they take a a trip. They they take a time traveling trip. To, they do the time warp again. Yeah, they do. Um, what is supposed to be a cruise ship, and it ends up being a pirate ship. And, <laughs> and their luggage gets lost, so they can't. And their luggage being their ship gets lost so they can't um they can't leave 
they're stuck they're stuck on a pirate ship and um this was fucking fabulous it's in that this a great was book? like the best really thing. it was fantastic uh-huh. even so, the butts definitely oh, oh. the old oh, buzz oh. choice oh I, the only butt that i really like could notice until the very last page was bianca's and damn girl mm-hmm. damn girl but um that butt though <laughs> so she gets taken prisoner by the captain and everyone, the whole, all, all the pirates are told, you know, don't go there because this is the captain's girl and all this other stuff. And there's this scene where Fred is schooling everybody at poker because they, they all just think he's a little monkey. Um, <laughs> he's schooling everybody at poker and he, um, some, he let, somebody lets him play poker for them. And he, that dude is going to do terrible things to Bianca. And as he's walking, all these guys are like, oh, God, oh, no. <laughs> he's like, what happened? Oh, I, I hit my junk on a doorknob. <laughs> and he gets there, and she just fucking wallops the shit yes. out of his nerds. <laughs> and eventually they end up running the ship and making them all polite dandies. And <laughs> it was really damn good. I'm really happy I got this because awesome. finally I get one that I like. Yeah. Um, uh, this whole, That whole series, when I, remember, I remember reading it thinking it was really good. I, if if they have trades, I'm going to have to find trades. If not, I'm going to have to find these somewhere okay. and read them. Okay. Because I did really like it. I re- it. It feels like it was real damn progressive for the this, time. And it, and it was a... It, it, when they started it, it was a play off of the whole Teenage Mutant. It was... The original title was Aristocratic Extraterrestrial Time Traveling Thieves. Yep. Yes. Yep. That, that is the title. Oh, I okay, mean, okay. Yeah, yeah I but, couldn't remember. But, but that, yeah. that issue is X-Thieves okay, got for it. the yeah, little yeah, pirate symbol. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. It It's pretty great. I, I suggest it. reading it. Because it's funny as fuck. Okay, great. Cool. Want to roll the die? Oh, yeah. Meep. Um, Brian, you're one. Alex, you're two. Alex! <sighs> hey, you're, it's not tech week. <laughs> yeah. No, it was going to be my nice week off without anything like oh, this. Oh, no. Like you have to have one more book. <laughs> this week is so much lighter than last week. You can do this. It's like four books lighter. <laughs> Well, now it's three. <laughs> uh, you poor thing. The fun part is when he's going to have to draw five books to get all past all the warp stories. Again. Yeah, no, that's, no that, that's just me. I'm not reading another war book. Oh, this looks like a this looks like a seventy late seventies book. That would uh, track. I, I always go by the back cover. Yeah. yeah, I can almost always get the era by the back cover. Um. The copyright on this book, copyright by the estate of Boris Karloff. Oh. This is from Gold Key. Oh my God, a Gold Key. Boris Karloff, I think this is, no, no, it's not two Gold Keys in a row for me. The last one I had was Captain Adam. Yep. Uh, This is Boris Karloff, Tales of Mystery. Ooh. A grim harvest from a seed of evil. So it's a Dark Shadows, House of Mystery-ish. Yeah. All well, right, so what, what's, cool. the, what's the time? What's the year? I want to know. I am looking. 77. Damn! How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. How are the butts? Um, it's mostly ads. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm guessing they're going to be probably mostly non-existent, but we'll see. Yeah, like, so far the only character I see even turned with his back in a panel is, in fact, some sort of, like, monkey yeti creature. So not great. Mm. Very, first they're glance. very hairy. We'll hear about this next week. Indeed. It was also pretty flat. Oh, no. But that may have been to make room for the tail. <laughs> But he got a piece of tail. <laughs> no, just just a tail. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, Jen. Yeah. Do you want to talk about sparkly, shiny things before we close I out the show? I do. I do want to talk about it. So I have this new bracelet that I've been wearing this week because my nose has been so stopped up. Sniffing that, frequently. Yeah, it's um, it's an essential oil bracelet. And I'm not like super into the whole essential oils for health thing. But this because thing, science. And, and yeah, um, pretty much. But this thing is pretty fantastic because while my nose has been all stopped up, I've just put like either some thieves oil or some peppermint oil or something mm-hmm. on it and just sniff it, and I can breathe again. Right. It, right. Right. Okay, that makes it's, sense. It's it's it uh, fights inflammation. I mean, right. that, that is yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's uh, trend. It's 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 classier looking than wearing just a smear of Vicks vapor rub. It really is. Super, yeah, like I, cool. I, I did the shiny nose look before. It's not yeah. good. Um, but yeah, and, and it's super pretty. It's got like the chakra beads on mm-hmm. it, which again, I don't, okay. But if you're into that, super awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I think every piece I've worn this week has been from Christie's shop. I've Probably. worn my June bug earrings and, and your bat ring. You were wearing your bat ring on yep, Friday. I was wearing my bat skull ring, which my sister did not make, but she has tons of. Yeah. So if you guys want any tiny little animal skulls, She's got them. We got a bone man. So go to Rockhounds and Relics Trading Co. in Ackworth, Georgia on Lemon Street. Right right off of Main Street. Right around the corner from Henry's. Right across the street from Lacey Drug. uh, You get off on exit 277. Go west. Turn right onto Main Street. Yep. Okie doke. It's super fun shop. Mm -hmm. Great. Get some stuff. Oh, get some t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Do do get some t-shirts. When is it open? Um, It's open Tuesday through Saturday. Okay. Wait, no. She's open Sunday now. Tuesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. Okay. Yeah. And she'll stay open late if you, like, message her on Facebook and say, I'm running by and I need to get something. She will stay open late for cool. you. Cool. And a, you get to visit Crash. It's a gemstone emergency. Yes. Gemstone emergency. I, you know what? That sounds like a plot in a comic book. It does. <laughs> or maybe an episode of Steven Universe. Now you could, right. Uh, nice. Nice. I finally, I finally uh, spent some time watching that. Okay, and I had to stop because the donut cravings were just untenable. <laughs> it's awful. It does terrible things to your body. The big donut, yes. I was like, for weeks, I'm like, why do I want donuts so damn much? And, and then, then you I stopped realized, watching Steven Universe. Then I realized, oh wait, like half that show takes place in a donut shop. <laughs> Maybe I should cut that. And when I did, I stopped thinking about donuts. That's hilarious. That's, it's bad. That's great. It's bad. Um, I think I think Steven Universe may be a front for some vast donut conglomerate. <laughs> I think I think we Secretly need to look into by it Donuts. and find the whole truth. <laughs> the whole, donut the, truthers. Wow, the whole truth. Our theme music is a spontaneous <laughs> opera union by the fish who saved the planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, or on our website at panelologypodcast.com. You can go there and send questions to us or read Clearing the Backlog. You can also go to notcomicsology.com for that. 
Uh, and you will not be Rickrolled. You will not be anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, did, I have did, not been this Did we take his toys away? <laughs> no. Damn it. He still has his toys. He's just more responsible with them. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, you can find us on Twitter. Yep. Um, if you do, you'll find a uh, lengthy discussion from earlier this week about Animorphs. Yeah, oh, Alex yeah. and I and Meg might be starting we an Animorphs podcast. We might be starting podcast. another podcast oh about Animorphs. Oh, my God. <laughs> so if you're in Animorphs, tweet at us and tell us to do it. Yeah. I, I'll get my daughter because she's a big animal uh, Kay Applegate liked one of those tweets. I think we're required to I, th- I think that was the first thing that ever scared her was when she read Animal. Oh. Yeah. That's adorable. I remember reading them as they came out. Like the first yes. two were out when I started reading. Oh, man. Like as soon as I got on that the first one super came early. out. Yeah, I had yeah. it. Uh, so At a yes. Scholastic Book Fair, actually. There you yeah. Go. That, I think, is where I found mine, too. Yep. Yep. All right, I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I am Brian. We'll see you next week.